In today's episode, we address a major issue in the swinging lifestyle, and it's something known as the four-way connection. If you're a new lifestyler, you will see that phrase written all over the place on swinger dating profiles. The truth is, many couples are having a hard time finding good four-way matches with other swingers, and they're usually doing a few things wrong. These lifestylers become frustrated because they want to find play partners, but just can't seem to meet the right couples or singles to inspire them to get naked. There is hope, and we have solutions for you. By the end of this episode, you'll have strategies to understand what causes these challenges. We'll give you four teaching points to help you avoid those common traps. Four years ago, my husband and I decided to become swingers. What? Yes. We find couples that also want to explore their naughty side, and we have casual sex with them. That's right. We'll meet a couple for drinks, and if the vibe is sexy, one thing leads to another, we get naked, and swap partners. Some people call it swinging. We call it living our best lives. Super naughty. Whether you crave a threesome, a wife swap, or an orgy, the swinging lifestyle can be amazing when done correctly. So we started this podcast to help you avoid the typical rookie mistakes that are out there. Our unconventional methods will help you get laid easier on your naughty adventures. My name is Isis, my husband is Eros, and we're your friends in the swinging lifestyle. You are listening to the Priory Society Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is Isis in the studio with my sexy husband, Eros. Well, I'm in the studio. I don't know about that sexy business. Nah. <laughs> You're sexy as fuck, Let's do it. Cheers. Ah, salud, wey. Salud, bonita. <laughs> we are drinking tequila tonight. Yeah, tell them what this is. We have a bottle of Don Julio. It's the 70th anniversary. Yeah. Don Julio del 70. Yeah, it's, uh... it's, a, it's an añejo. <laughs> Yes. But it's clear. I know. It's like another filtration process. Yeah. Very good, actually. It's super smooth. But yours is the 1942. That's your favorite. I love that's that. That's what you order in Vegas. I go for it all the time. 1942. <laughs> Give me a double. On a sphere. Yes. <laughs> on the ice ball. Exactly. Yeah. It's a classy drink, man. Guys, we're here to do the four-way connection episode. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty excited to bring this to you guys, but we've also been very slammed. We've been oh. wanting to record this for quite some time. I know. This is actually typically a very busy time of the year for us. And we've been traveling with work. Lots of stuff is going on, but we're going to catch you up on what we've been doing a little bit later in the episode. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah. People want to hear the content right away. Well, we met with our podcast consultants. Yeah. These are the fancy pants guys. They're fucking expensive. Yeah. They're <laughs> what they give us a huge discount, though. It's our <laughs> students in <our> other business. <laughs> But they basically told us that people click on episodes because of the show title and no one wants to hear bullshit for 20 minutes until we get to yeah. the topic that we wrote on the show title. Exactly. Like you, people you know? put a bunch of ads and yeah, yeah. shit. So we want to get to it right away, guys. And so you can catch up with us on all the stuff we've been doing towards the end. How's that? Yeah. So stick around. And for those of you who do like to go behind the scenes with us and take a look into our personal lives. A lot of people like that. Yeah. You guys tell us all the time. And you follow us on Instagram and, and Twitter. We're at Priory Society. Um, so if you're not following us yet, go over there and check us out. Yeah, friend us up. Yeah. <laughs> we post just goofy stuff all the time and helpful things about the lifestyle too. Yeah. You read our captions. They're mm -hmm. very useful. <laughs> we appreciate you following us. 
hanging out with us on the personal side too. Tell them briefly about the catch up that we're going to do at the very end. Sweetie. Yeah, we'll fill you guys in on our Mexico hotel project in Cancun and our Vegas gambling trips. Those are always a lot of fun. Big jackpots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hand face, baby. And every once in a while, we'll meet up with a couple. Yeah. yeah. If it works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also going to let you guys know why we've switched gears from acquiring apartment buildings to focusing on medical buildings. for our real estate business because there's a lot going on times are changing and we're evolving with the times basically of course okay well let's get right into it sweetie let's give these folks some insights on the four-way connection and why we call it a mistake meaning a mistake that they're about to make if they insist on this four-way connection we must have everything must be perfect before we meet a couple everything must be stellar before we get naked with them yeah exactly you won't do shit if you if you want that guys there's a big payoff in this episode guys you get the four teaching points oh gonna really help you guys good stuff and my husband and i actually have different takes on this but we will both caution you against demanding a solid four-way connection from your new swinger friends these people are strangers and right. if you have you, no right to demand anything from them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They <laughs> probably don't even like you, dude. <laughs> and here you are with your fucking checklist. I want this. I want that. 40 point checklist. Looks like a mortgage application checklist. You know, you have all this criteria from a stranger couple. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't even know if they like you yet. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. We wasted a year and a half by having a very stringent application process. We did. I mean, we were worse than American Express, dude. <laughs> we wouldn't accept you at all, dude. You could have an 800 FICO score, assets, money. You're, yeah. You don't qualify. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it was crazy. We were newbies. We were super paranoid. We didn't know any better, but yeah. it just took us a long time to learn that lesson. So we're trying to save you from right. wasting the time that we did when we were new. Yeah, hopefully you guys will listen, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, let me start off with this, sweetie. I'm going to do a quick sidebar for you guys. Okay. The main challenge is your language. That meaning that you assign to your words or your labels, same thing, mm-hmm. is very, very important. It's going to make or break your swinger experience. Now, people in the lifestyle, people in general, actually daily, even in business, they tend to conflate terms. Yeah. In this case, people are conflating four-way connection, four-way attraction, four-way chemistry, Yeah. and also the vibe that four people will experience over a round of drinks while hanging out at a bar together. Exactly. I mean, you will see the term or a version of the term four-way connection on a majority of swinger dating profiles. I mean- 70 to 80%. Yeah, yeah. Most of them have something like that. Exactly. We need you to be perfect or we won't fuck you. Right. We require a four-way connection to meet you in the first place. Exactly. Uh, Like, really? You don't know me. Exactly. I know. You don't know us. Yeah. (laughs) Give us a chance, man. Uh, Or- we need four-way chemistry to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or nah, what, dude, you, what else? Okay, we see this one often. We won't take one for the team. Yes. Right? Yeah. What about we all play or nobody plays? Right? Like, you know, they have trauma, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Something's happened. Trauma Wait, and drama. And drama, right? <laughs> They've had an experience where mm-hmm. a couple said, yeah, can we just borrow your wife? Yeah. Would you just sit down, sir? You know, that type of thing. Something went wrong. That you have to now put it on your swinger dating profile as a disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big issue, guys. That just basically says that you didn't screen the people correctly. That's true. And you're attracting the wrong types. That's all. Yeah. And I suspect that people use the term four-way connection. They don't tell you what it means to them. They don't even take the time to figure out what it means. Because I think when people join a swinger dating website, they're browsing profiles. They see 
we want four-way chemistry. We need a hundred percent connection to meet you. They see it on other profiles, right? So they're like, "Oh, that's a good idea. We should put that on our profile right. too." They start using it, yeah. So without really knowing, <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we hey, we're we're talking from experience. We're products of this shithole, dude. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we wasted a year and a half. We look back at the pictures from the initial couples that reached out to us, yeah, and we feel really dumb. Because mm-hmm. we missed out on some really sexy couples because for one reason or another, they weren't good enough for us exactly. because we had that big checklist, guys. I know. We had, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> exactly. But it's going to come up on the four teaching points. Yes. And we're going to talk to you about what we did and then what you can do to make your experience better than ours. And you can fast track and eliminate a lot of the turmoil. Yeah. Well, since a lot of people use this term the four-way connection and nobody knows what it really means, I think we should define it because it's going to give us a nice foundation for the rest of the episode moving forward. That's right. And we need a baseline of understanding, right? So this entire episode makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's time to open up the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary. Mm, My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So my husband is going to pull it out. A ver, mi amor, let me see it. You mean you want me to pull out this hard, girthy object that has dark, leathery skin on it? Cállate, <laughs> menso. And it's also very veiny? <laughs> I love it. Are you talking about this? Or the <laughs> dictionary <laughs> with a D-I-C-K? I'm talking about the book. Look up the term four-way connection, please. Okay. <laughs> well, first, a cheers. Salud, mi rey. Salud, bonita. What you guys heard is I blew my wife a kiss. She doesn't know how to blow kisses. We have competition. So uh, I blow them. <laughs> and they get really long. Like, <laughs> right? Yes. Right. Well, I have in my hands here the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary. Mm. Oh. I must remind everybody listening in that the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary has been used throughout time. It's been used to bring awareness to the sexual arts, to scholars, heads of state, and even basic perverts like myself. I know, that's right. This codex has been passed around by secret societies and private sects that perform sexual ritual magic. Oh my. Try saying that shit three times fast. I can't. Right? (laughs) Secret societies, private sex, ritual magic. Sexual ritual magic. Sexual ritual magic. Sexual ritual magic. Especially if you have a lisp, you're going to be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be bad. You have a thing about lisp. No, I have one. That's what I'm saying, dude. You want me to do it with a lisp? (laughs) Okay. Okay, do it. You do it first. No. They want to hear you do it. I don't know. They want to hear you do it. Here. Okay. I'll slam the book. Okay. And you try saying, you know, this codex. Is past. Right? Yeah. yeah, From there. But then devolve and, and acquire your lisp, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. As soon as I slam, that's your cue. Okay. <gasps> that's your cue. Yes. I, I was... I was. Oh, you're being I dramatic. I had a mini orgasm every time you slammed okay, the book got it, down. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Okay, so... Okay. Anytime. They're waiting. <laughs> okay. They're on their lunch break. Okay, they, callate. They're waiting for four-way connection. <laughs> Let me do this thing here. Okay. okay. <gasps> this codex is passed around by secret societies and private sex that perform sexual ritual madness. <laughs> how was that? <laughs> I said, how was that? Well, my lisp is more advanced than yours. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, because not only do I have a lisp, but I also tend to be congested a lot of the year. <laughs> That's how I can suck pussy without a problem. Dang! <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll do it. It's just allergies, babe. All right. Squeeze my nose. 
to simulate the congestion. Oh my god! And then I'll do okay. it. Okay, okay hold on. But I'm gonna get on mic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Squeeze my nose. Hang on. Like that. That's pretty. That's 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 pretty good. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read that passage. Okay, so we can get into the main topic. Okay, do it. This codex is passed around by the Sacred Society of the Private Facts that perform sexual ritual method. May I meet your sister? What? May I take your sister to dinner at the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> what the hell? That's pretty good. How did you get to sister and dinner? No, I wanted to add more things with S's. Oh so my I, god, that was stupid. <laughs> All right, calm down. Let's do this, okay? Okay. We've got to get real serious okay. here. All right. Oh. Let me read the entry to the four-way connection. Mm-hmm. Work it. Don't interrupt my shit. It says here that the four-way connection is a very rare occurrence in the swinging lifestyle. It's like the mythical creature that no one has seen or experienced. Now, we call it the real unicorn in the lifestyle. Because looking for a 100% connection and a 100% attraction from strangers really bad idea yeah most of you didn't even like your current partner at a hundred percent when you first met <laughs> right it took you guys to get to a hundred percent maybe some time right yeah so now you enter the lifestyle you're ready to get naked and you want to have some fun and get really naughty but suddenly you adopt the impossible criteria checklist that you must have full attraction Full chemistry with everyone you meet. What yeah. else, sweetie? Yeah, you need all the stars to align or right. you won't play with them. They have right. to be perfect and you're expecting perfection in others you don't even know yet. Right. So it's a little silly, guys. And think about what you're using as your analytical guide and to make that advanced evaluation about choosing your next play partners. Right. I mean, sweetie, what are people using to make that judgment call whether to reach out to a new couple or respond to a message they got. A shitty dating profile. Yeah. With bad pictures, mm -hmm. even worse text, and nothing that shows personality. And when people are super private and paranoid about putting their appearance out there, yeah, sometimes they don't show their faces. Sure. So it's really difficult to gauge whether you're attracted or not from a profile that's not well-developed. And most profiles right. are not great. Yeah, like most profiles are shit. I mean, at That's least right. the ones we've seen. No, most of them. I didn't want to say it that way because yeah. I'm usually the extreme guy. Right. And you're usually the voice of reason. Yeah. And I'm usually the one that's pretty negative yeah. about things. I try to bring some balance here. Right. And like you said, sweetie, most profiles are not developed at all. I mean, people get really lazy about their dating profile for some reason right. when it is the most powerful marketing tool right. that you have in the lifestyle. And if you're looking at a profile with no text, no copy, basically, right. you can't find anything out about the other couple. Super cropped pictures. I exactly. See a, I see a chin. Yeah. I see an Adam's apple right. on a woman. Right. And I'm or like, wait, what? You might see a close up of a sex shot, you know, like a groin shot, but it's twisted and you don't even know what you're looking no, at. I see a hairy belly <laughs> with a stubby penis yeah. going into a meaty vagina. Right. <laughs> That's not your best representation of who you guys are. Exactly. You guys could be an awesome couple, a wonderful couple yes. that people are looking for. But all you do is show them a meat lover sandwich <laughs> equivalent <laughs> vagina. Arby's number five. Yeah. And a penis that's shaped like mine. I'm hung like a tuna can. And you're supposed to be attracting other couples, really? 
And not only that, but you're demanding perfection from them. Yeah. Give me a break, guys. Exactly. So when most people are browsing profiles, they don't have enough data to make a decision to move forward with a couple because really just based on a crop picture, if it's a tight selfie and they also put that blackout stuff all over the face. Right. And show nobody. Yeah. Yeah. You guys it's really don't. tough. Yeah. You have to fill in the blanks. And that's too much work. With limited information, the couple browsing you cannot make an educated buying decision to contact you. That's it. And make no mistake, they're making a buying decision. They're making a marketing decision. Yes. They're making a conscious, emotional decision to contact you for a drink, maybe play, maybe friends with benefits, wherever it evolves. But, sweetie, before we get too ahead of ourselves, Mm -hmm. let me refer back to the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary, and you read this passage right here, sweetie. Okay. It says here that this four-way connection feat will be met with defeat. Right, like a limerick. Yeah. (laughs) Meaning you're going to have trouble, okay? It also says that there are too many variables involved to put the future of your swinging journey on an impossible checklist system. All right. right, People's criteria. That's right. We had a huge checklist of qualities that other couples needed to have in order for us to approve them for a meet or a date. And And it's not fair. it, It isn't fair. And we wasted time. We did. Well, let me read the final entry, sweetie. Okay. It also has an entry for Ebonics here. Oh, I didn't see that. And it says here, quote, a four-way ain't happening, Jack. No way, no how, you dig. I know. That's right, baby. Okay. (laughs) I didn't want to do the accent. I just wanted to read it. Yeah. Because I don't want to get shit from people. Right. Okay, because it's in the dictionary. I'll show it to you. The dictionary said it. Hey, man, I'm just an interpreter. You're providing context. That's all I'm saying, dude. You know? (laughs) But, sweetie, tell them how this four-way connection thing applies to couples, but also single people as well. Because it's it's about connections that they're demanding. Right. Yeah. Some people are looking to have a threesome. So they're trying to meet a single male or a single female. And there are also single people trying to meet other single people in the lifestyle. They just want to have fun. Wherever you are in the lifestyle... The point is, the more rules and checklists you have, the more challenging it's going to be for you to get good matches. So you're going to make it difficult for yourself. You're setting yourself up for sabotage. The big part is, you're going to make it difficult for sexy couples to make it through all the qualification filters that you set up for yourselves. I mean, the more criteria you have, the less people you're going to meet. It's just as simple as that. Some people won't reach out to you when they see all your Mm -hmm. qualifications on your profile. They're going to say, dude, this couple sounds dramatic. Yeah, exactly. And they want all this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just a couple, a hardworking couple. We want to fuck on the weekends every once in a while. (laughs) I don't want to deal with your fucking thing. I know. With all your shit. (laughs) Too much drama if you're demanding and all that. So at the end of the day, guys, you need to be clear about what your goals are in the lifestyle. You know, are you looking to get into a polyamorous situation where you're emotionally invested and everything has to be perfect? Most likely not. But are you looking to have fun? Are you looking to fuck? Right. I am. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I fuck right now, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, exactly. So I took a Viagra with my vitamin C. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. No. We better get this recording done quick. Before it wears off. Dude. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You need to be honest with yourselves. What outcome are you looking for that requires you to demand a 100% four-way connection with potential partners? Only thing I could think of is if someone's starting a commune in the desert and they want to start like a master race. Dang. Yeah. And everyone needs to meet a certain criteria. That's right. That's really the only reason. Otherwise, if you're just going to fuck someone for an hour, what does it matter really? Their politics or 
Yeah. You know, know. really, what does all that matter? It's not that serious. No, we're not going to get into it anyway. Right. We're not. (laughs) We don't go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your goals in the lifestyle will dictate how seriously you end up enforcing the requirement of having a solid four-way connection with other lifestylers. I can tell you that most people you get naked with, you'll never see them again. Right. Very few people, guys, become friends with benefits. Exactly. It's pretty rare. Yeah. And we've said it before. It took us a year and a half to realize that our impossible criteria made it very hard to meet couples. Yeah. We learned that lesson the hard way. We missed out on terrific couples mm-hmm. because of that checklist. It was just too extensive. Yeah. And I'm not saying we eliminated our standards, but don't waste time. When couples ask us, how long have you been in the lifestyle? It's been like four years. Yeah. But we usually tell them, yeah, the first year didn't count. Right. So probably three years, <laughs> yeah. but we've been talking about it for four. Right. And that's the truth. It we is. We didn't fuck anyone until like a year in. Yeah. A year in change. Exactly. <laughs> but what we're saying here, guys, is that it's time to adjust your requirement of having that four-way connection. And that brings us to the four teaching points that we have for you guys today. I'm going to have my wife list all four of them. Then we're going to expand on them and break them down individually. Sweetie, ¿estás lista, mi amor? Sí, mire. Okay, échale pues con ganas. <laughs> Dale gas, papá. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the four teaching points are, one, stop looking for a 100% four-way connection. Two, stop looking for perfection in people. Three, start meeting more people. And four, start looking for fun and amazing experiences. So let's start with number one. Stop looking for a 100% four-way connection. It doesn't exist the way you think it does. Instead, what you should be doing is focus on finding four-way compatibility with other couples you meet in the lifestyle. Tell them what I usually say, sweetie. My husband says that you should find a couple that you can tolerate for 90 minutes. That's it. (laughs) You know, it's that simple. (laughs) Right? 90 minutes is good. Good enough to fuck and dip. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck it and dip. Get out. Do your thing and leave. Yeah, yeah. Politics doesn't have a chance to emerge. No. What do you think about the pandemic? Mm. Right? None of that. Yeah. Okay? You do your thing and you leave. That's right. Right? (laughs) Guys, what you need to do is find a couple that you can handle being around for about an hour. Yeah. Now, if you find a couple that looks okay and your attraction is about 50%, Mm -hmm. that's good enough. It is. Seriously. (laughs) Look. When I show my wife a profile mm-hmm. of a couple, I usually ask her, sweetie, is this guy doable for you? Right. <laughs> and if you like the guy and if he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. what do you normally say? I say, yeah, he's doable. Right. Does that mean you have a 100% attraction towards him? No. Do you have a connection with him? I don't have any connection yet. Right. We haven't met. Right. <laughs> but is he doable? Based on what I see, he's doable. Yes. Is that all that matters? It all that matters because it's enough for me to give him a chance in person. Right. right? So that's what we're saying here, guys. If they're... Okay, doable. Mm-hmm. Set up a date <laughs> yeah. because you need to go out with them. And only when you set up that date are you going to find out if there's basic chemistry there. Meaning, yeah. is the base level of attraction good enough yeah. for a sexy time? Right. And that's a good clarification because we're not saying that you should go out with people you don't like at all. Right. Either there has to be something there. There has to be a little attraction. A little bit. But fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> At least half, dude. Exactly. So what we are saying is 
Stop looking for 100% connection and attraction all the way around among four people, you know, between the bros and between the women and as a couple. No, it's silly. It's crazy. If you do that, you're going to end up digging a hole for yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you're one of these people that swears, we're going to never take one for the team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're probably never going to swap. Well, I mean, someone takes one for the team all the time. I guarantee you that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in a four-way scenario, not everyone is good looking in everybody's eyes. I mean, someone will always draw the short straw. Yeah. When you like, have to like me. <laughs> no. When a girl decides to meet us, yeah. I already know that she's taking one for the team. No. <laughs> if she has lowered her standards enough to ask us out, Aww. hey, what are you guys doing on Saturday? Hey, we noticed you're gonna be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Hey, we noticed your rendezvous yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. If they initiated a conversation with us, uh-huh. she is by default taking one for the team. Okay. <laughs> That's why we can tell you with certainty that it's never really fair. Right. And you have to get realistic about that. Yeah. Seriously. For sure. Yeah. Because here's one thing, sweetie. Here's one thing that these guys don't realize. Mm-hmm. You're being nitpicky about everyone you're meeting. Yes. You have your criteria. You have your checklist. Yeah. But guess what? What do the other couples also have? Well, they have their own checklist. Right. And do you meet their checklist? Maybe not. Most people don't consider that. That's right. You think you're going to be attractive to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, not everyone thinks you're attractive. Exactly. Not everyone thinks you're hot. Right. Not everyone thinks you're amazing. Mm -hmm. If you're showered by compliments from your husband, maybe you are the husband and the wife tells you all the time, Mm -hmm. honey, you're sexy as fuck. Yeah. And then another woman sees you and thinks you're gross. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And she'll look at you and say, that guy looks like he has worms. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big difference in perspective there. No, but you, we have to be realistic. We, we have yeah. to, guys, we have to remind you. Yes. You may look at us as mentors. Mm-hmm. It is our job to bring you data that you can use objectively to make your own decisions and blaze your own path moving forward. That's right. And you have to be realistic. Yes. That's all I'm saying here. Yeah. We're just trying to paint a picture of the reality of things. Especially if you're brand new to the lifestyle, you haven't met anyone yet. You may not even have your dating profile set up yet. So yeah, okay, you need well, to know what to expect. In in short, my wife is saying, stop operating from a big fucking checklist. Yeah. Okay. Not everyone's going to qualify for your shit. Simplify it. Eliminate it. <laughs> yes. Are they okay? Do they gross you out? They don't? <laughs> then go out on a date. Then it's a go. <laughs> then it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me? So you're going to find a match here and there. That's right. Yeah. So if you have your checklist, every once in a while, a couple might qualify to meet you, but you'll be missing out on a ton of people who otherwise could become great friends and contacts in the lifestyle, even if you don't have the chemistry to actually get naked with each other. Right. So to give them a quick summary of number one here. Yeah. So for number one, we're recommending that you stop looking for a four-way connection and instead Start looking for people that you can tolerate for 90 minutes. That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) That's the end of the episode. Okay. Go fuck around. All right? Fuck around and find out. Go find some ugly people. (laughs) We're all ugly in someone's eyes. I guarantee you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. (laughs) Listen, the lifestyle, guys, is just a bunch of average people trying to do the damn thing. That's what I'm saying. A bunch of average people trying to up their game. That's it. Okay. What is that quote that I said? You liked that quote when I said it. I was more harsh with that yeah. one because we were talking to a couple and we were all just laughing. Well, I said that the lifestyle is a bunch of ugly people. Trying to fuck good looking people? No, trying to fuck someone who's less ugly than no, them. that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. The lifestyle is a bunch of ugly people 
but I think average is probably better. <laughs> I don't want to be too harsh. I mean, I yeah, know. we're all ugly. Yeah. In someone's eyes. Correct. So it's okay. All right. I don't, I don't want them to think that we're calling people ugly. That's yeah. what I fear, sweetie. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So here's, let me rephrase it. <laughs> the lifestyle is a bunch of cool people, average people mm-hmm. trying to fuck someone who's less ugly than them. Right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so use that as your mantra. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, a full swap session only requires basic compatibility. I mean, right. you're not looking to move in with these people. Right. They're just temporary plate partners in bed. Can you handle their company for an hour or so while you have a naughty time? Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Right. Have fun in the lifestyle. Get naked. Jump in the sack. Right. For about 90 minutes. Stop wasting fucking time. <laughs> exactly. Stop wasting time. So like my husband said earlier... You're not trying to start a commune or some kind of cult in the desert where everybody has to have like the perfect DNA and you're trying to create a master race where people have to pass this intense evaluation in order to be accepted. And again, the most important part of number one is the other couple may also have their own checklist and they're evaluating you too. So you have to remember that. Right. Yeah. You guys are both on job interviews. Yes, exactly. That's bad. I know. I know. Because that's going to get robotic and all the analytical stuff is going to mm-hmm. get in the way of the flirty momentum that you need on a drink date. Yeah. Right? Flirty momentum, sexy velocity is going to get you fucked. Yes. <laughs> it's going to lead you to a full swap session, a fun naked time. Yeah. All we're telling you here is to take a look at the situation from a different angle. I mean, people operate in lifestyle from their own bubble, in their own world. They want to satisfy their fantasies, their desires, their wants. But you have to remember there are other people here. It's a two-way street. It's hard to see the forest from the trees. That's right. Yeah. If you're new in the lifestyle, you guys, you have to really keep this in mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, when I was looking at other couples and other women, too, for my husband, I wanted the woman he was going to be with to have all these qualities. I mean, she had to be a badass bitch before I would consider sharing my husband with her. Well, tell them what badass bitch means to you. Well, I wanted a woman that had a great body, who was beautiful, had a great sense of humor. She could be really silly with my husband because he likes to joke around. I wanted her to have pretty feet because I know he likes that. Well, I wanted all these qualities in this woman when my husband didn't need all that. He just wanted a warm, wet pussy. That's right. Actually, it didn't even have to be very wet. Nope. I'll get her pussy wet with my own pre-cum, dude. Dang. No, but my wife is correct, you guys. I have these amazing qualities in my wife. Beauty, the pretty feet, the awesome body, all that stuff. Si o no, mi amor? Si, mire. Gracias, mi amor. That's what I'm saying. I don't need that from another woman. I don't need those traits Mm -hmm. for a fuck session. Mm -hmm. I don't need all that. I just want her to have fresh breath and a fresh snapper. (laughs) Okay, that's it. I don't even Ew. ask for much. No, I don't want her smelling like sauerkraut trout. Ew. That's the only gross. thing, dude. What, why are you always bringing up fish? Listen, man. Get me a sexy gal that has a good pussy, well-balanced pH. Yeah. Going to be good to go. Yeah. Leave us alone. Right. Give us about 90 minutes. All good. It's going to be a great time. I know. I know. Well, same thing with my husband. He told me that he wanted a very handsome guy for me, someone with... Nice body, great physique, tall dude that had good stamina, Mm -hmm. you know, abs and all that. A really well-rounded, nice package. I wanted you to be with a guy with good credit, a good FICO (laughs) score over 750. Made good decisions in life, you know. A guy with assets, well-dressed, a good catch. Yeah, yeah. Right? (laughs) Did you need all those traits in a swapped man? Nope. I just wanted a guy with a hard dick. Right. That's it. 
Well, also fresh breath, right? I mean, well, smelling good. Yeah, those things are nice. But mostly, I just wanted a guy that could fuck. Right. I mean, <laughs> I wanted a guy that could lay down some pipe. Back to basics, baby. Yeah. <laughs> lay some good pipe on this pussy. Right. Beat that know? pussy up. <laughs> It's really a game of needs versus wants. Mm-hmm. Like you may want a well-dressed guy who's handsome, funny, has goals. Mm-hmm. But if he shows up looking fly, looking good, but his dick doesn't work, Oof. do those qualifications matter at that point? No, those things don't matter at that point because I would forfeit all those qualities for a guy that could fuck and put right. it down on me. So an ugly guy that can fuck is better than a really good looking guy who eh, maybe can't do it. Yes. Right. That's yes. why I get action in the lifestyle. <laughs> That's why we have dates, repeat dates. All right. Let's close okay. out number one, sweetie. Okay. And let's talk about all the things that have to match up in two different couples mm-hmm. to qualify as a four-way connection and how it is very rare, you guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, a four-way connection may happen about 1% of the time. It It's a very small percentage. And just to put it in perspective, in the last four years, my husband and I have only met three couples that we felt 100% attraction and 100% chemistry with. Right. I mean, that's it. And we go out a lot. We meet a lot of couples. Well, these are also the same couples that we could go to dinner with. Mm -hmm. We can swap. We can take a break in between swaps and go to a burger joint. Yeah. Right. Fancy or casual. We could do road trips with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And the conversation is good. Right. We have similar viewpoints. Yes. Right? Yes. This is what we're talking about, guys. It's pretty rare. These are the same couples that we enjoy playing in separate rooms with. I mean, we feel that comfortable with them. And like I said, it's only been three couples in the last four years. Now, for the rest of the people that we met and swapped with in that time, we had a good base level of attraction to make it happen. I mean, we felt comfortable enough to play with them. And that's all we need from a couple. We just need chemistry. That's good enough to end up naked and swap. That's it. Just remember, everybody's just looking for a little fun in the lifestyle. And wherever your play level is now, maybe it's soft swap or girl play, or you're looking to add a threesome into your mix, whatever you're looking for, just do it. Have a fun time because life is short. You want to be able to look back on your life when you're older and say, honey, we fucked a lot of hot couples. Mission accomplished. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) We just want you to understand the scope of what you're asking of people and how it translates into real life. Because what the lifestyle is when you are brand new can be dramatically different when you're up and running and out there meeting people. Right. And you stop being so rigid. Right. Loosen up. Yeah. And things will happen beautifully. Mm -hmm. And it gets real fun real fast. Oh, yeah. And that brings us to number two. Stop looking for perfection in people. Exactly. We have to do a cheers on each one. Ah, salud, mi amor. I just adopted that rule right now. (laughs) I like it. It's a good rule. Salud, chiquita. Mm, Salud, mi rey. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is a good one. I know. (laughs) I keep drinking it. All right, right, sweetie. Start us off on number two. (laughs) And uh, stop looking for perfection in people, you guys. Why is that, sweetie? Well, first of all, nobody's perfect. But we're not saying you should lower your standards or abandon your standards. Of course not. I mean, you're not going to end up jumping into bed with everyone you meet. Nobody does that. You just need to. No, under- some people do that. <laughs> <laughs> some people play so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> some people play frequently or uh-huh. so infrequently that when they do have a chance, they're like, all right, fuck it. I know. Some people don't even want to know your name. I know. It's At crazy. Swing clubs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, my name is. <laughs> Let's speak the language of love. Put it in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, we just we want you guys to understand that everybody has their own model of the world and their own idea of what perfection is, because perfection means something different to everybody. So it's really not fair that you superimpose your reality onto everyone you meet. Right. You can't expect for everyone to think like you do. That's right. If you do that, that's where the clusterfuck will begin. Yes. You start assuming things Mm -hmm. and you start assuming that people define beauty the same way you do. Yeah. Issues are going to begin. Just like if you assume that everyone sees success like you do or defines success like you do, Mm -hmm. it's no bueno. The definition of a successful evening is different to everybody. Exactly. Some people are happy if they have a flirty dinner, sitting swapped, maybe touching a leg under the table, smiling, flirting, and just having a deep conversation. Mm -hmm. Others, some of us, we want to have a drink, go to a hotel, and fuck. That's my favorite. I'm going to do a full swap. Yeah. Do you need to be at dinner and flirting? No. It's fine if we know a couple already. <laughs> Maybe later. Like if we fucked yeah, them already. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't join the lifestyle to have meals with strangers. Right. To me, that's not fun. I agree. Yeah. So we talk about perfection mm-hmm. and expecting all the couples that you meet to be perfect. Mm-hmm. On the topic of perfection, expecting the couples you meet to be perfect is just ridiculous. I mean, it's... Like you expecting all the lights to be green on your way to work. Right. Probably not going to happen. Or if you go to Las Vegas, when was the last time you hit a jackpot on every machine on the casino floor? It's not going to happen. It doesn't happen. Mm-mm. You guys need to manage your expectations and the lifestyle. That's right. I have one more example, sweetie, of people looking for perfection in others. Uh-huh. Kind of like they want their partners to be perfect mm-hmm. in the lifestyle, sexy and everything. Right. right? Good package. <laughs> exactly. Like all that and a bag of chips. Right. right. It's not realistic, guys. <laughs> Don't mention food. I'm hungry. I want chips right now. (laughs) Thinking that way is just as silly as being a recent college grad. You get hired to your job and you want to have an office like the CEO on the top floor, furniture view, secretary, executive assistant, all that. It's not going to fucking happen, dude. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to be CEO on your first day. No. No. It's just, it's a process. And just like finding awesome couples, that's a process too. What we're doing here is simply reminding you to focus on different things. I mean, that's what a good mentor does. We want to help you see situations from a different perspective that'll give you an advantage in the lifestyle. That's right, guys. This episode is designed to challenge your normalcy bias. Yep. And we'd like to bring this truth and reality of the swinging lifestyle and what we know to be true to you guys that are maybe just beginning in your naughty journey. Yeah. Just trying to save you guys a little time. That's all. Right. So to recap, teaching point number two, stop looking for perfection in other people. I mean, unless you're looking for a polyamorous situation, then you may want to get involved on a deeper emotional level. Like if you're trying to add a boyfriend or girlfriend into the mix or move in with another couple. I mean, some people do that. That's different. Yeah, exactly. But that takes a little more vetting. That's not everybody. Exactly. That's a small percentage of our listeners that want to do the polyamory thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. But most people just want to fucking run. Right. (laughs) But with the majority of couples that you'll meet, they just want to be friends with benefits and fuck every once in a while. Right. They don't want to join your commune. Exactly. Your cult in the desert, stockpiling weapons. Right. That's me. I want to start one of those. A bunch of chicks. I know. Just all women. Have a bunch of babies, dude. (laughs) You're the only man. Are you doing a revolution? No, I just like to fuck. (laughs) Are you going to help do this or that or raise humanity to a nice level? Nope. I just want to fuck. You're like, no, I'm just going to lay here and let them come to me. <laughs> no, I'm going to chase them around like a fucking horny Mexican guy. 
Could, could you see me just laying there and having them come to me? No. No, I'm going to be fucking chasing them around like Speedy a fucking... Gonzalez, dude. No, like one of these uh, character out of cartoon, dude. Dang. Bunch of women and me. You'll be there too, sweetie. Okay. You help, help I have me to schedule. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> help me manage them. Yes. Bunch of babies. Right. Oh. Hey, are you going to help repopulate the planet you know, after a catastrophe? You know? It's like... I just want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they want to repopulate the planet and leave, fine. Let them do it. Yeah. Whatever, dude. And in order to recruit more women into my husband's group, yeah. <laughs> we're going to need to meet more people, which is teaching point number three. Start meeting more people. And that requires a cheers. Ah, Salud. Salud, mi amor. By the way, I'm kidding about that cult thing. Yes, you are. I, don't take us seriously. Someone's going to take that snippet and say, I know. Eros is a fucking pervert. Did you hear that? He wants, he wants to get a bunch of chicks right. in a ranch in the exactly. desert. Wouldn't it be so bad? I dude? know. <laughs> Not bad for you. Amazing, dude. <laughs> I have to drink a lot of Topo Chico. Well. Keep everything disinfected, dude. And, right? and whole milk, too. Keep everything good. Yeah. 4%. <laughs> Let's All start right. number three, sweetie. This is start meeting more people. What are we teaching here? You need to meet more people because the lifestyle is a numbers game. We already mentioned that not everyone is going to like you. So it should make sense that the more people you meet, the better your chances are that someone's going to find you attractive. Yeah, it's the law of large numbers, you guys. Mm -hmm. You really need to get out there. Use your marketing that we've taught you in the other episodes. Yeah. Develop your profile. Have some great pictures. Start attracting your ideal mates. And it's just like sales, man. Exactly. We say this so often. The lifestyle is all about sales and marketing. That's true. Right? Yeah. Doesn't matter if you agree with that statement or not. Well, it is all about sales and marketing. And the sooner you guys implement that to your advantage, the sooner you're going to have a lot more sexy couples coming your way. You're going to increase your chances of making a sale. Yeah. Quote, unquote, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> right. That's what a sale means, actually. That's, right? It's true. That's what we're talking about here. So even if you followed our advice on our recent episodes where we talked about joining a swinger website, creating your online profile, or if you already have a profile, fixing it, I mean, adjusting the text that you write, improving your copy, so to speak, fixing your pictures with our four by four matrix. Yeah. Those are your marketing images. Yeah. Exactly. Even if you did all that, the perfect couple is not going to fall into your lap. Right. I mean, you need to do the legwork. You need to get out there. You need to put yourselves out there and start meeting people. I mean, we realize that some of you are very nervous and anxious about dating again. I mean, most people that get into the lifestyle have been married for at least 10 years and they haven't dated in a really long time. And now you're starting to date as a couple, looking for other couples. Right. It just, it can be a little overwhelming. That's all. Right. And the last thing you want to do is have a huge fucking checklist that very few people qualify for. Yeah. You're right. You need to start facing that reality, guys. And remember, possible rejection from people as well. Yeah. Right. Right. And sweetie, give them the high concept of teaching point number three. The high concept here is you need to ask yourself the following question. How do you know if a couple will be a good match for you if you haven't even met them in person yet? I mean, you can't be sure about that because really nothing beats a face-to-face -face interaction. I mean, there's no way you're going to find out if you have a connection with someone from a shitty dating profile. I mean, if all they have is tightly cropped pics or super private pics, they don't even show their face or their body, and they don't have any text explaining what they like, what they're into, right. you don't have enough information to make a decision. So you have to realize most people are not presenting the best version of themselves to begin with. So you're really doing yourself a disservice if you don't give them a chance in person. 
I mean, I used to say no to everybody when all I did was look at their profile online. I don't blame you. Shitty yeah. profile? Hey, you want to meet this couple? Uh, Where the fuck is their face? They scratched it off with a marker. Right. <laughs> what about their bodies? Do they have okay bodies? Yeah. I mean, is a guy doable, 50% at least? Right. He cropped it out. Exactly. Yeah. It's a selfie with a face scratched off. Yeah, exactly. You can't even see the shoulders. <laughs> I just see a double chin. Yeah. And I'm just going to assume the big boy. Yeah. <laughs> or for the girl. Right. Hey, where's her body? Mm-hmm. I see a selfie taken from above stretching her arm high up to the ceiling. A crazy angle. Smiling up. You know, look like a cartoon character with right. a big head and yeah. a tiny body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's her body like? I, I want to see her body. I know. I know. I need to know what kind of warm up I need to do <laughs> before the date. Right. Do I need to do full Pilates 90 minute stretch? Uh-huh. Or can I just get away with maybe like 10 jumping jacks? <laughs> Is she a tiny petite thing or do I have to wrestle a little bit? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. I need to know. You need to know, sweetie. That's right. We all deserve to know. You know why? Nobody likes to go on blind dates. That's right. Yeah. Nobody likes a surprise. Right. And this is what we're talking about here. When all you're basing your future on is someone's dating profile. Yeah. We already know, guys. It's not fair. They don't know any better. So they put up some shit. Yeah. We have to start giving people the benefit of the doubt. That's what we're asking you to do here. That's right. And I was pleasantly surprised. When I started giving people a chance in person, my husband taught me this early on because I would say no to everybody. And when we met for a date and we were all sitting at a table over drinks, the people I thought were iffy just based on the profile became very attractive in person because they were funny or maybe I found out the guy was in the military and I think that's super hot. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, these guys get a thumbs up. Let's go. Well, people need a chance in person Mm -hmm. to develop the real chemistry. Yes, exactly. Well, here's another point that we haven't mentioned. The couple that you're about to reject or Mm -hmm. the couple that you're about to blow off. Yeah. Just remember, guys, the lifestyle is a small world. They may Mm -hmm. be really good friends with a super hot couple that you like or a super hot couple that maybe you've messaged. Yes. And if you show this couple a wicked side of you or you have no class or maybe you're just like, no, it's not a match. You're not our type. Right. And you reach out with something silly like that, that may spread when someone says, hey, what do you know about so-and-so couple? You know, hot couple, one, two, three. That's the profile name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They sent us a shit message. They said that, you know, we weren't hot enough for them or they said that we weren't, you know, good looking enough for them or we weren't classy enough for them. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck them. Oh, really? They sent you that? Oh, okay. We were about to answer their text. And yeah. Now we're not. Fuck them. Fuck those people, dude. Right. That's what I'm saying, guys. Small world. That's right. And another important point about meeting more people is that you have to initiate a contact. You can't just wait for people to message you all the time and expect to have a bunch of dates lined up. It doesn't work that way. I mean, at the very least, you should browse profiles, send an email, try to get a conversation going. Start having a chat with another couple, either over text or on a messenger app, and get that momentum going, setting up a meet for a drink. I mean, that's all it is. It's just a drink meet to check chemistry. Once you're in person, that's the only way you're really going to know if attraction is there enough to play or set up another play date on a separate night. Yeah. Remember, you're sending messages to couples that you like. Remember, you're looking to trade up. Mm -hmm. You're generally messaging some hot couples. Yeah. And then you're getting messages from people who think that you're hot. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are also trading up to you. So what we're saying here is that give people a chance, make a date, have compassion. If you get a message from a couple and you look at the picture and say, ah, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not really a match. Yeah. 
we're not saying go out with someone who completely grosses you out. But what we're saying here is that you don't know how awesome they are until you meet in person. Right. You don't know if it's going to end up in a play scenario. That play scenario could be awesome if it goes there. Right. They may be awesome. They may be funny. They may be amazing. They may be someone who's not very photogenic. Yeah. And then you meet in person and you're thinking, oh, my goodness. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, la, la, sha, sha. <laughs> Ooh, wee, wee. Mademoiselle, Ooh. come here. Oh. Touchy la verga. <laughs> that is not French at all. No. That's like a combination of chunti uh, yeah. and Mexican <laughs> that was a good and effort. eros. Right. <laughs> oh, la, la, mademoiselle. Touchy, touchy, the tuna can. The pipi. <laughs> Put the pipi in your poo-poo. Oh, my God. Okay, so where were we? <laughs> poo-poo is booty, right? <laughs> yeah, is no. yeah, you mean put the pee-pee in your pussy. Okay, that's what I meant. Okay. Continuing with my husband's example of someone messaging you and you're the hot couple in their eyes, even if they're not 100% attractive to you, you can use it as a chance to practice your flirt game. So send them a reply, get a conversation going and see where it goes. I mean, you never know. The conversation might turn awesome and flirty and sexy, and they may say something that inspires you to meet them in person. Right. And if you really don't like them, but you wanted to practice your flirt game, excuse me, I'm eating the chocolate covered almond. <laughs> yeah, from Costco. You just magically never become available. Yeah, exactly. Really, that's the secret. I mean, if you really don't want to go out with anyone, then you can you know, leave it at that. Sure. Hey, it's really busy right now with school starting up, and uh, we probably won't be available until the summer of, you know, five years later. Yeah. <laughs> but do it in a nice way. Yeah, just be cool about it. Exactly. Just, it's just a conversation, guys. Yeah. You're using it to practice. You're boosting someone's self-esteem. That's it's right. a great circle all around. Mm-hmm. By the time you reach out to that super hot couple, you're really good with your flirt game. You're yeah. good with your velocity. That's right. You're good with pushing for a date. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. So if you want some fun homework, check out our episodes on improving your swinger dating profiles. We also have one on improving your chat game and improving your pictures. I mean, we have a ton of cool stuff that is going to help you in the lifestyle. Yeah, we teach you stuff in every episode, guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And worth repeating, too. Yeah. <laughs> so when you improve your swinger dating profile, you are enhancing your online presence. And that hot couple that you're reaching for may not have been drawn to you initially, but when they see a well-developed profile, it's like a breath of fresh air. I mean, they're able to read about you. They're able to see pictures of what you like to do in your free time, and they might see something that connects with them. You yeah, know, They might give you a chance. Exactly. And yeah. With your previous profile, they would have just looked at it and taken a shit on their computer screen. <laughs> Ew. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that what you want to do when you see a profile that is just not good? Right. And they sent you a message with two lines. Right. Saw you're in town. You want to meet? And you're like, I'm going to shit on the screen. (laughs) Gross. No, you're not going to do that. My husband does not take a shit on the screen. How do you know? (laughs) Stop it. Why do you think I have a can of Lysol here? No. Guys, don't listen to my husband. Just ignore him. Yeah. All you need to do is put a little effort into your swinger profile because that is your best online marketing tool. It's your silent salesman. It really should do the majority of the work for you. So when that hot couple sees your profile, they might want to initiate a contact with you because they saw something in your profile that inspired them yeah, to reach you, out. You did good marketing. Exactly. So yeah. what we're telling you to do, right. market well and you'll attract the right people. That's right. And on the other side of the spectrum, when you have a well-developed profile and a couple that might not be so attractive to you reaches out, 
give them a chance. Right. Because they're seeing something in you that they really like. Right. Well, you think that that couple reaching out to you, you might think they're ugly. Mm -hmm. And that other couple you're sending a message to, they think you're ugly. Yeah. So right. it's it's just a cycle, guys. Right. It's just a cycle of compassion. Yeah. That's all we're saying here, guys. Put some more heart into it. Mm -hmm. Be cool with people. So to wrap up teaching point number three, you need to meet more people. The more dates you go on, the better you're going to be at creating flirty momentum and sexy velocity towards play. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do here. Every opportunity with a couple is a chance to practice your game. And so if it doesn't end up in play, doesn't matter. It was a learning opportunity. And that brings us to the final teaching point, which is number four. Start looking for fun and amazing experiences. But first, salud, mi amor. Ah, salud, mi okay. Tequilita, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? Pull my dick out right here. Nah, right? okay. Well, hold on. Wait. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put it on the table and smash it with a leather bound perverted dictionary. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that felt good. That's how I masturbate. Like this. No. <laughs> my wife walks in and, and all she sees is. Stop it. Oh, gosh. All right. Number four, start looking for fun and amazing experiences. Like me masturbating. No. Oh, <laughs> ooh. Sorry. Sorry about that, sweetie. Okay. Let's just focus here. Uh, hey, look at the time, dude. I know. I know. We got to get the fuck out of here. I know dude. we do. <laughs> we leave to Vegas in the morning. We got to be up early. All right. We want you guys to realize that most people you play with in the lifestyle, you'll play with once and you'll probably never see them again. I mean, there are many right. reasons why people get busy. It's tough scheduling. Uh, some couples have a rule that they don't want to get attached. And so they only play once and they don't want to see you again. So well, they want to keep the lifestyle separate from their vanilla life. Yes. And they only dip into the lifestyle every once in a while, maybe once a month, once every few months. Yeah. It's not their weekly thing like some of you guys. Right. <laughs> right. Some people just want to. Hey, we had fun. Mm -hmm. Don't call me. I'll call you if we feel like it. Exactly. And they want to create some distance. Yeah. And they may have given you fake names and everything. Maybe. Yeah. And you'll never know because you won't see them again. And that's okay. It's just how it works out. And there are some couples that just want fresh meat. They right. like a new and exciting experience every time they go out. And that's the reason we're telling you to focus on creating fun and amazing experiences. Because when my husband and I were new to the lifestyle, we wasted a year and a half because we were looking for the wrong things. Yeah. Well, we, we already mentioned it, sweetie. But yeah, I that's mean, right. Guys, we missed out on those couples. Mm -hmm. And it sucks, man. Our values were completely off. Mm -hmm. Our focus was off. And we had that dumbass checklist oh, that yeah. we refer to. And the guy needed to be tall and good looking and yeah. smelled good and presented himself well. Right. My wife, she needed to have pretty feet and mm -hmm. she needed to be amazing. Yeah. An awesome body. Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay. We look back at the photos of couples that wanted to meet us back in the day that we said no to because we would chat by kick. And so we right. have a kick folder on our phone. It saves the pictures by default. Yeah. In that folder. <laughs> and we look at those pictures and we think, gosh, those couples were hot. Right. I mean, why did we say no? We feel stupid. Yeah. It's just dumb. We wasted so much time focusing on so many things that didn't matter. So we see pictures of these hot couples now with our current filters and we would totally meet them in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Right. But back when we didn't know any better, we sabotaged so many opportunities that could have been amazing. Some of those chicks, man, I'm like, hey, I would meet her without further ado. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh. 
<laughs> no, it was our learning curve, man. Oh, yeah. So stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's the same for a lot of you guys, man. So mm-hmm. with this episode, we want to shorten your learning curve and make sure you guys have a beautiful experience. Get you up and running a bit faster and you don't have to waste a year like we did. So from now on, we're recommending that you guys spend the majority of your time finding people that just give off a good vibe. Yeah. That's it. Right. Stop looking for perfection, right? Have an open mind. Mm -hmm. Stop prejudging people based on their pictures. Don't overcomplicate things. Yeah. If they're okay, if they're fuckable, if they look like, "Eh, okay, go out and hang out, man. Yeah. It's okay. It shouldn't be a complicated process. Like when you're online sorting and sifting through profiles, just find couples that look cool. That's it. I mean, like we said, could you have fun with them for about 90 minutes? Right. Have drinks. Or whatever. If the vibe is there, go to a room. Yeah. All good. (laughs) Yeah. So when you focus on someone's energy or the vibe of the date, you're naturally going to find fuck buddies as a result because you're going to see what's important, which is the energy. And that's what you need for chemistry. You need someone face-to-face to really make that determination. And there are a lot of people that you meet in the lifestyle, they'll just want to fucking run. I mean, they don't all want to be best friends. So if you have this impossible criteria and you're spending all this time and energy evaluating people, they're not going to be your boyfriend or girlfriend. You're wasting energy, guys. Yes. These people are not going to want to meet you for coffee in the middle of the week. They don't want to do all that stuff, man. You got to cultivate those relationships. Yep. So to finalize number four, I challenge all of you listening to think about your spouse or a past relationship or maybe even a really good friend. And some of you didn't think that that person was perfect at the start, but they were fun to be around. I mean, fun enough to want to meet them again. And you probably had amazing experiences together, created a lot of memories. And then your attraction to them started to grow more and more over time. It didn't happen in an instant till one day they became perfect in your eyes. And that probably took a little time, maybe even years. But you cultivated that relationship and it paid off. You gave that person a chance. And when you do that, it's going to create this really nice karmic cycle for you and everyone in the lifestyle. Now, the most important point of this segment is to focus on creating fun and amazing experiences. Now, I don't want to get too woo-woo here, but when you focus on something, you're going to attract more of that thing into your life. The universe is just going to start sending it your way. So you put your energy onto creating beautiful moments in the lifestyle. You go out on dates. You have a good time. You're going to have a collection of memories that you can look back on in your later years with your spouse and remember the lifestyle in a really beautiful light. Yeah. And that goes for singles as well. If you're a single person listening in, you are just as important in the lifestyle because Mm -hmm. you could be fulfilling a beautiful fantasy for a couple or another single in the lifestyle. You may find someone that you play with at parties and so forth. Whatever the case is, you are instrumental in bringing joy and pleasure to others while you receive the same. So we want to make sure you guys know that we do remember all of our singles listening in, all of our bulls, all of our unicorns, the single chicks out there. Mm-hmm. You guys are instrumental in the lifestyle. So we would hope that you would take these ideas and apply them into your life. And if couples aren't dwelling on the right things, you might help them, not coach them necessarily, but mm-hmm. you might help seed the idea of focusing on the good and doing the right things at the right time with the right people and take our teachings 
And you can end up helping other people. You'd be more important than you ever thought. Yeah. Really cool stuff. So one of the most important points of this episode is that any great friendship or relationship is forged over time. And so stop thinking that you know everything about a couple by taking a quick peek at their profile. Mm-hmm. That they may have spent five minutes on. Yes, that's right. Let your friendships develop at least a little bit before you write someone off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And now we always give people the benefit of the doubt because we realize that the profiles out there aren't great, but people just may not know what to say. They may not have the confidence yet to put their desires and wants out there. People will wow you with their conversation, with their humor, with their intellect, even if based on their pictures you're not quite sure if they're going to be a match. Well, tell them about the couples that we met that you never thought we'd hit it off with. And then you're like, dude, they were amazing. I mean, yeah. Can't wait to hang out again, right? Yeah, some of those couples have been really great fuck buddies for us. And we see them over and over again. Right. But it wouldn't have happened if we didn't agree to meet them for a drink date. Yeah. The whole bit, sweetie, about focus on creating beautiful moments. Yeah. You have all these cool memories from all these different couples and you can fantasize about them at any time. That's right. In your uh, advanced years. Mm -hmm. And that's only going to happen when you improve your screening process. Yeah. Well, give them a quick review of the four teaching points, sweetie. Yeah. The four teaching points are number one, stop looking for a 100% four-way connection. Number two, Stop looking for perfection in people. Number three, start meeting more people. And number four is focus on creating fun and amazing experiences. Yeah. You said I could focus on what I want and the universe would send it. Yeah. Focusing on a big pussy. Dang. A big (laughs) fucking camel toe in my head. Like a meaty one? A sweaty one. (laughs) Wearing yoga pants all day. Driving around with the heated seats. Oh, yeah. Working all day. That sounds like me. When you get home. Like, hey, sweetie, have you been at a construction site all day? Yeah. What's that? I get a whiff of something. It smells like a gym in here. Did you get a job at In-N-Out Burger? Yeah. I get that onion no. smell. No, that's just all what right. I had for lunch. Sweetie, let's do a real quick wrap up. Okay. And we'll say goodbye. <laughs> oh, so we want to be transparent with you guys. I mean, we had issues meeting the right couples for us in the beginning. Yeah. When we were new, we focused on impossible criteria. The wrong shit. Absolutely wrong shit. Throw out your checklist, you guys. Yeah, just get rid of it. It's about vibe. You won't know until you're there in person. That's right. Right? Yeah. Don't get overly excited about a couple. Mm -hmm. If they're putting in some good effort in their chats and they're down to set up a drink meet, good. If they look 50% fuckable, (laughs) then fine. Are they doable? Go out there. Hey, can you handle them for 90 minutes? Right. (laughs) Can you handle being around them for 90 minutes Correct. Yeah. before they flip into their politics or whatever they want to talk about? Yeah. Something that may not be important to you. Correct. Correct. Right. Just focus on the fucking. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Dude. That's why we're here. Use the universe. Right. Use the law of attraction. Right? Manifest your ultimate fantasy. That's what I'm saying. I'm manifest that fupa. Oh, shoot. That big, that big fupa. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah. No, but guys, look, start building those collection of beautiful moments with different people. Talk about it. Relive it with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Have an amazing time. It's super hot, sweetie. When we share stories with each other, isn't it hot? Oh, my God. We're doing it Mm -hmm. and we relive our swaps with other couples. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you ask me 
is this how she did it? Mm-hmm. Did she do this? I do. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh, and I saw you over there. You were doing that. Uh-huh. Oh, let me show you what I did with him. Right. And I was doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. It's super hot. Oh, I super love it. hot. Yeah. It just really ignites a beautiful thing mm-hmm. in the uh, conversations and in the honesty of it all. Yes. The integrity, the uh, level of being congruent with each other That's is right. just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we told you guys that we would catch you up yeah. on what we've been doing. Let's be very brief about right. it, Judy. This is not a business podcast. I know. Right? These people don't give a fuck about what we've been doing. <laughs> Some do. Most are like, okay, yeah. I'm done. I yeah. got my four teaching points. I'm Audi 5000. That's right. <laughs> You're looking at an Audi for a next vehicle too, sweetie. I am. Yeah. So we'll it's see. It's an option. It's coming out soon. They're not at dealers yet, but yeah. So let's Talk briefly, sweetie, about the uh, Mexico projects. We have this hotel we've been building there. Yep. It's just south of Desire. And, um, well, of course, I'm going to get which Desire, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's south of Pearl. And we have a flag. That just means name brand, mm-hmm. like Marriott, right? Those are just flags, right? Generally, it's a private owner, and they rent the flag from Hilton or whatever. So we have a really well-known flag that we're flying at that place, doing also timeshares. We're getting our certificate of occupancy very, very soon. Mm -hmm. So we hope to be able to open it up and start our massive advertising campaign because we're not allowed to advertise it until we can sell these things, until we can start putting it up on their uh, central reservation systems and stuff. So that's there. It's not a lifestyle place. It's not a competitor to a lifestyle resort. Exactly. It's just a property. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the United States, sweetie. Yeah. On the apartment building gigs. Mm -hmm. So during the panorama shutdown, it's code word for bullshit. (laughs) Exactly. We had a lot of our residents that couldn't pay their rent. Yeah. And that's because their jobs were closed. Mm -hmm. Totally understandable. So there we were trying to rehab and beautify the properties to kind of guilt them into paying rent. Like That's right. We had almost 30% of people couldn't pay their rent. Yeah, and it's high. Yeah, it was bad. And then the other good percentage just refused to pay right. the rent because they knew that we couldn't take them to legal. Yeah, we couldn't initiate an unlawful detainer. Right, couldn't um, do any of that, guys, because- yeah. The government puts certain protections in place. Normally, we'd send someone illegal on like the sixth day. Right. Unless we have a, an agreement or they've told us yeah. and we know, then it's okay. We'd be very flexible. Of course. But, you know, the government just basically made it so that people didn't have to pay rent yeah. and they just fucking refused to do it. Exactly. So we're like, fuck. Now, <laughs> luckily, our capital structures are such that it's okay if a lot of people are not paying the rent because we can still pay all our bills, right? Because Correct. we structured the deals early on in a way that was favorable to us in mm-hmm. case we ever ran into problems. So right. anyway, yeah. so we had to look at other places for revenue. Yeah. And we were like, hey, these medical buildings are sitting empty, which I always thought was kind of curious right. in a global panorama. <laughs> right. Why <laughs> medical buildings would be sitting empty, but they were on sale. That's right. Isn't yeah. that funny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, why are these empty? I don't care. I I know. I'm not going to ask questions. (laughs) This isn't a conspiracy podcast. You're like, if they didn't set their business up to weather the storm. Some of these are big medical plazas, right? That's right. And so we have a plan for these. And the plan, we won't tip just yet, but just know they have to do with advanced technology and healing for people. Mm -hmm. That's going to be necessary in the future. Yeah. And healing technologies that will be available to the people. So just stand by. We're not going to talk about it right the second, but right. we will in the future. We just want to be in place to not just donate space, mm-hmm. 
for these healing technologies, but to also rent space to the provider of these services, which is probably going to be the federal government. Correct. Yeah. And those fuckers overpay for everything. They do. So <laughs> we're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so uh, that's the real estate stuff. It's kind of boring. I mean, that's why yeah. we didn't want to start the whole episode with that stuff. I know. But it also caused us to be in a new city practically every week or every few days even. I mean, yeah. if it was a short drive, we would drive there. But if it was more than a few hours, we would fly. It took so much time checking out the city, evaluating the property, getting numbers, looking at sheets and right. seeing, okay, well, is this a good investment? We have to figure all that out and that takes time. Right. So we've been really busy. And of course, we've been to Vegas. I mean, we've a been- lot. Yeah. <laughs> Like Several times a month, dude. Yes, I know. More than usual, actually. I mean, we've been invited to slot tournaments, which have been so much fun and will work while we're in town. The slot tournaments have been great. I mean, you've been getting some really great invites to those big million dollar ones. Yeah. I mean, those million dollar slot tournaments, those require a buy-in. Yeah, which means that you've got to pay the casino money. Five to, to ten enter. grand, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, but a lot of them are free. We went to a lot of the free ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. We go to all of them. <laughs> well, we did a good buy-in one at Bellagio. We did. Yeah. I and mean, my that lady, was great. She wins, dude. Dude, so that slot tournament at the Bellagio was a buy-in, and that was really cool because what they do for those events is yeah. they do a really nice setup in one of the ballrooms super vip oh my super god fun. so picture a big beautiful ballroom and the slot tournament takes up the entire space right they've got security in the front checking your credentials right. food bars oh my god a full buffet all free and shit. open bar like seven bars throughout the whole place and they cover your sleeping room as well they give you yeah food credit of course. Free play yeah. while you're there. So a lot of those events. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we're able to turn a lot of that free play that my wife won mm -hmm. into real money. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Out on the casino floor. So again, this isn't a gambling podcast. Right. You know, <laughs> no one really cares about all that stuff. So right. let's, okay. let's just go ahead and say goodbye. So we can get out of here. So I'm looking at the time. I know. Let me get out of here, dude. <sighs> you remember you have kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> you remember their names even? I do. <laughs> you don't raise them, dude. No. You have other people raise them. I'm a bad mommy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the other thing that sucks about the global panorama and the shutdown mm -hmm. is that our chef quit. Oh, I know. Dude, Brittany left us. She actually went to Italy to focus on Italian food and work at a family restaurant, right. adopt their recipes. That was her dream. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, you know, you have to let someone you love fly and if they're pursuing their passion and support them. Yeah. And of course, we support her. She's sexy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're also helping her out. Like we helped yeah. her get established there and all that. And, Correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Helped uh, her secure all that, make sure she had plenty of funding and she wasn't going to stress out and yeah. all that. So we lost Brittany. Then we found Jean-Claude and he's pretty good too. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like Brittany knew all our tastes and stuff. And, yeah. you know, we just, we wish her the best. But Jean-Claude is learning what we like and he's actually, he's a great chef. So you think he's hot. I do. <laughs> now my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I never did anything with her, dude, because we're super professional with our people. I'm professional too, yeah, yeah. but I can Walking think around thoughts in my head. Thong, <laughs> Is this the right cucumber? Big motherfucker, <laughs> thick one. Is this a Persian cucumber? <laughs> Let me help you with this trash can. Oops. Oops. <laughs> it's on my the bottom. My robe just lifted up over my head. <laughs> no. Our kids are being raised by two nannies yeah. and awesome cooks. Right. Awesome so, chefs. Yeah. Healthy they, food. Yes. They, homeschooling. Yes. Pull them out of the shitholes. Mm -hmm. 
the schools here in LA with their shit propaganda, uh, man. It was bad. And their goofy rules. I know. You know right. what I mean? You want to put a mask on my child? Really? Yeah. You need to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, we have been traveling so much this past year in a new city every week. You know, when the shutdown started and things got really strict and rigid in LA, yeah. we actually extracted our family and we moved to Mexico. I mean, we were there for several months. Right. You know, we on- took our kids out of their private schools. Yeah, guys. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the private schools were awesome, but then they also started getting a little bit tough. That's right. With their rules. Yeah. And so we didn't even tell you guys this, but that's why we've been out of the country so often. And out of touch a little bit from the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We were on a ranch in Mexico with organic foods and good uh-huh. security, just yeah. minding our own business and actually really good homeschooling for the kids. Right. Well, thank God for, what do you call that shit? The um, IP thing that you use to pretend you're in LA? Oh, the VPN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The homeschooling yeah. people think we're in the in U.S. LA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. And we would only come to the U.S. to close deals, and then we would dip back into Mexico. So yeah. the acquisition of the properties has slowed down a little bit, and we've handed things over to the asset managers and the family office, and we'll have more time to put out more content for you guys. Yeah, this and is fun for us. Yeah, it is. It really yeah. is fun for right. us. <laughs> As you can tell. It's a nice escape, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. That's, that's our catch up. That's our catch up. All good. We're fucked. Now yeah. we have to eat regular food. By the way, we're not saying this to be fancy. We're just telling you what's been going on yeah. in our lives because... We know you love to hear it, and we did promise you that we'd catch you up on what's been going on with us. So, salud, little boo. Salud, mi rey. All right, so we're going to wrap this thing up because it's time to get the fuck out of here. But we want you guys to know that my husband and I have made a commitment to each other and to you guys to start putting out more episodes. On a more regular schedule. Exactly. At least once a month, hopefully two. Yeah. We really enjoy hanging out with you guys, and we hope we've given you a fresh perspective on the four-way connection. Right. Uh, just think a little different about it. Stop relax. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> stop demanding it. Exactly. Just stop. <laughs> Be more chill, dude. Yeah, just relax. Have fun. Get Be naked. The, the true definition of go with the flow, but with good tactics and strategy towards fuck time. Exactly. Most people that are go with the flow really don't make things happen. Correct. Those people have no momentum. Well, how you do one thing is generally how you do everything. That's right. And our objective is to get you guys to be movers and shakers and do real shit. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah. So anyway, we've had a great time with you guys. Look out for episodes on the 10% success rate. That's right. Our naked success ratio. That's right. It's yeah. only 10%. Exactly. We have that one. We've also been outlining the one about the air traffic controller strategies. So yeah, you, that's a really good one. It's going to help your chats. Exactly. Improve yeah. your chat game and, you know, turn that initial message into a great conversation that'll end up in a meet. That's your launch pad. Absolutely. You have to have a really awesome opener. Correct. And most people suck at it. That's right. We get the messages even now. We're going to be in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. And we've received a lot of messages and most of them will be going to the bottom of the list. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. So are you going to be in Vegas? Any plans? Like, of course we have plans. Yeah, we got a lot of shit to do. Case Savoie right. at the Caesar. <laughs> Did I pronounce that right, sweetie? The I restaurant? I believe so. Yeah. The fancy restaurant? Case Savoie. We have a reservation at Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. sweetie. We used open table for this one, right? We did. We also have a reservation at Gordon Ramsay Steak. At Paris. Yep. Yeah, so we get these messages. You're going to be in Vegas? Any plans? It's like, of course, dude. What do you think? Yeah. 
Now, did you message us because you want to meet or did right. you really just want to ask us if we have plans? Correct. Yeah. What do you like, want here? What do you want to have happen? What's here? the point of this message? What's going on? Right. Go ahead. I'm listening. That's yeah. my favorite one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> I know. I love hey, it. We're going to talk about it when we, when we do our communication. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Save how it. I do my business communications <laughs> is how I do our lifestyle <laughs> communications. Exactly. You too, sweetie. You're yes, bad. Dude. I know. <laughs> you're just short of saying to people, speak. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? You messaged us. What do you want? Go. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> we have a way that is still fun and flirty, mm-hmm. and we'll teach that to you guys. So, yeah. anyway, a lot of stuff coming up, and we are Audi 5000. Anything else, Woody, in closing? No, I just want to say goodbye. We love hanging out with you guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right, see you guys later. Bye, sexy. Love, enlightenment, pleasure. The Priory Society Podcast.